and we are rolling. All right. Thanks for bringing the beer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers. A little puff. Projects. He also works in a location scout management uh, for films and also does voiceover work, which is very, very cool. So I have that. Uh, oh, and his name is uh, Pasquale in Inino. Ianino. Ianino. You know what, though? You get a lot of credit because that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's better than a lot of people. My last name is McCoy. You should see how many times people have fucked up spelling that. Like, like, how hard is it? Maybe like koi fish or something. No, it's like M-A-C-C-O-Y. M-A-C-K-O-Y. M-C-K-O-Y. M-C-O-Y. It's like, you're an idiot. So, thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Pasquale, everybody. Thank you. Um... Uh, I'm kind of going, I'm going to be firing off the hip um, for this one uh, because uh, A, we just met, um, we spoke this morning, um, you were referenced uh, to me by Kevin Kolb, shout out to you Kev. Kev, thanks buddy. Um, I see you over there. Yeah, <laughs> I see you Kev. Uh, and uh, I mean even in the 20 minute conversation we had this morning, you sound intelligent and interesting, and uh, you know, uh, I'm curious to see what comes out of this next hour interaction sure. of us getting to know each other a little better. So, sure. Pasquale, thank you very much for Absolutely. being on the show. Cool. Um, let's start. Uh, let's start with uh, what you're doing now. Well, let's start with. Uh, tell me about Rocket Projects. Absolutely. So, uh, Rocket Projects was a media production company I started. Uh, 2007, right? Um, after I got out, got out of college, I went to Columbia College in Chicago. Where are you from originally? Chicago. Okay. Yep, just moved out here to L.A. in January. Wow. Yes. Really? So, no so kidding. Fresh meat. Yeah. Welcome. Jesus Christ. Welcome to the industry. Oh, yeah. boy. This is, this is like the yeah, motherland, you know? Is, yeah. <laughs> you, you should start watching every piece of content I'm about. I'm all about it. No, that's great. Uh, what part of the city are you in? Near Kevin, where, where are they? At? Oh, right now I'm in Playa del Rey. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, I used yeah. to uh, bartend down in uh, Venice Marina. Oh, Del yeah. Rey, so okay, yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> Great nightlife. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, media company back in '07. Yeah. Out of Chicago, um, and tell me about it. Absolutely. Uh, so started the company, you know, during a time where video was just coming becoming more um, more. Ec- easily accessible 
for business owners, for the general public. You know, YouTube was relatively new. Um, Vimeo was relatively new. Um, so you had these outlets. Um, so there was ways of incorporating video into the website, people's websites, and kind of, uh, you know, just doing a self-marketing, that, that promotion through video, which really hadn't been done before unless you had a, a budget for it. Um, so looking at that, um, I, you know, got into the space after I graduated college in 06 and started up Rocket Projects to be a kind of a, a media production uh, powerhouse for Chicago, just a hub of creativity. What was your major? Uh, film and video. Oh, okay. So I had a film background. Yeah, yeah Columbia College, CCC, right? Uh, out of Chicago, uh, one of the vis biggest visual arts, if not the biggest visual arts school in the, in the world. Yeah. Um, big, big, big school, but uh, better represent their LA team out here as well, their alumni group. So um, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, nice. and so biggest media production, yeah. media company so, in so Chicago. So had, had, had the film and video background. And, 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 and some writing, and kind of the, the well-versed background that you would get at, at college or visual arts school, and took yeah. some, some experimental videos, some commercial production, um, you know, directing and lighting and producing, stuff like that. So um, then kind of from there, taking that knowledge into the real world, you know, bought a camera, you know, spent some money, made an investment. What was your first uh, camera? Like, I, so I shot my first feature-length film, like 2003. Okay. Okay. So we used uh, uh, XL1S. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's uh, good. That's uh, good. Um, uh, 28 days later, uh -huh. oils uh -huh. had just come out. Okay. And we shot on using the exact same camera. It was that you know we're yeah, like the, indie filming. Yeah. We're like yeah, That's we're just like Dan Oil. Is that even widescreen? Probably four by three format. by nine. Box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your first camera? Uh, it was uh, the JVC HD100. Nice. Shoulder mount camera. Great for events, great Fujinan lens. Uh, what was the zoom. format? Uh, 16 by 9, it was a 720p. Okay. Uh, was it but like the recording format, was it like... Um, uh, 3CCD. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and it, but at the same time it had the mini DV. It didn't have any... Gotcha. It didn't have any uh, memory card or anything yeah. like that. So um, so yeah, shot on all mini DV. Yeah. You know, uh, great 24 uh, frame, you know, frame rate capabilities. Uh, so it was good. It was a good... Uh, so how did so how did that uh, how did that run for you? So you got started, you got out of college, got you know camera, and just started kind of doing. How did it go for you? Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like okay, you have an idea, and then just try to bring it to fruition. You know, um, kind of like many of the industries and companies that are doing it right now. You know, in California. Yeah. So um, thinking about it, thinking about how it would work, you know, who's the target market, who's the demographic that you really want to hit, and, and um, you realize that, that every industry can really, like, benefit from video, you know? Mm -hmm. um, how do you market yourself? What are you showcasing? So it's kind of like, it was kind of a lot of education as well um, when it came down to educating clients, uh, p potential customers, because, you know, it was like, video was new, they weren't utilizing it, how do I utilize it, what can I do, how can I create a video for my site, um, and then, you know, kind of going from there. So it was definitely, a, it was more of a video marketing company, mm -hmm. you know. So um, so from there, um, just developed my clientele through Chicago, um, and, uh, you know, different, different industries. Um, real estate was a big industry, uh, sure. general business and bar, uh, you know, the, the, the um, uh, hospitality industry, um, you know, and you you work on creating smaller pieces for, for clients, and then you work on larger projects, you know, and you bring in crew and you bring in, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, 
different uh, you know pre-production development. Um, depending on what the budget was for the client. And so this is interesting, and, and uh, Pasquale uh, told me this right before we started uh, recording, but uh, um, as all of you know out there, my knowledge of film and passion for it is far bigger and greater than anyone else's. Um, and Pasquale told me, and we're kind of in a little opposite different, but we're talking about, um, you mentioned something, how you think people can learn a lot from video, from watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I could obviously completely agree and everything, but it's interesting, like, I, how I look at it from film is, is I, I think, I, I believe that not only can you obviously, like, teach, you know, or, or, or show someone a moment or, or show them a piece of history, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. make a period. Mm -hmm. Like, there's all these different things mm -hmm. that you can show and explain, but... Um, but I also think that if an individual, so I have this like massive thesis, okay. I believe that every single individual on planet Earth, if they were able to tell their story through a visual medium for the world to see, I think it ends, I think it solves world peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. I'm big on story, yeah. you know, like mm -hmm. a writer is my number one, mm -hmm. you know, greatest thing. But there's just something about sitting there and it's also like it, it embraces a community. You're mm -hmm. all experiencing mm -hmm. the same thing at the mm -hmm. same time, but you're all taking from it something completely different. Right. So I just wanted to point that out because that's an interesting, yeah. you know. And I fully agree. And yeah. the magic of cinema, the magic of storytelling um, can only be done through film and through the, the motion picture. I yeah. mean, it can't, I'm not going to say it can't because I actually am working on art installation that involves photography. You know, so you can create and you can evoke different emotions. Well, the lines are becoming blurred. Right. right. Lines are becoming blurred. Right. Like now with AI, mm -hmm. photography becomes video. Right. You know, right. it's like crazy. Technology obviously has a huge part in, in how, you know, how people you know in, you know receive emotion or, or transmit emotion, but at the same time, technology is changing the way our our, our kids are receiving this stuff. You know, and and it's, and it's different. You know, it's, it's di yeah, it's a hundred. Of course, it's different, but it's uh, I don't know. Do you have children? Mm -hmm. uh, so I have a four-year-old. Shout out, Cannon. I love you. You'll probably see this in like uh, three years. Um, <laughs> But the, re the, the kind of, the, you know, I had been, I, I, I say like the last um, three and a half, four years, I call it like my university, where I spent, my wife fully supported, you know, paid out all the bills, and I was, along with everything else doing, spending as much time as I could on the internet, learning about, you know, YouTube, digital, media, you know, trying to understand everything, and then this year, attacked mm -hmm. you know in mm -hmm. in the white space mm -hmm. um and so fuck i forget where i was going i always do prep, the prep to she was supporting you know like there was a your your, your university your university yeah uh oh 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 that's when it clicked um so i was in the middle of this my son was uh two years old we're sitting on the couch i so vividly remember it we have a big flat screen you know surround sound and there was whatever movie or show or program on there that I had put on for him, and he couldn't, like, I couldn't get him to pay attention to it. He was watching a woman uh, paint her hands on YouTube and couldn't get enough of it. You oh know what I mean? It, you know, and, wow. I, and yeah. I literally, uh, a light switch went off. And I said, 
when my son's 25, that won't exist anymore. Right. It was and just like so clear, and I was like, fuck, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta, you know what I mean? Innovate. Yeah. So lines are becoming blurred, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah, kids are using more technology, but it's because they're growing up with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. It's just, it's just a staple. They may not know how to fucking hit a baseball, you know, but <laughs> but they know how to navigate the internet. Yeah. It's just their yeah. it's their gender, it's their genre. I remember you talking about. I was like listening to a previous episode oh, you had um, with um, writer for Fresh Off the Boat, mm-hmm. and um, about shout the, out John Bellis. We're getting a bunch of shout outs here. There we go, man. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, about video stores, and it's the same. You know, the same concept there is. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. It, it's it's funny and like and and that like you know, there's twenty year old kids in there. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain the concept of video stores, they were like, what? Why would you do that? I don't get it, you know? So, yeah, absolutely, everything's changing, everything, but I think it's so good. I believe, I think we're going through the shittiest, roughest time right now. Like, how old are you? 35. Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah, we're similar age. Mm -hmm. Like, we probably, like, our gap, our age range, I think has it probably the worst, because we're stuck at that, like, oh, God, 40's coming up. Like, I should be, like, set by 40. But this internet, YouTube, you know, this is coming. Like, I don't understand it, but I, you know. But my kids, my son, his generation's going to be really good. My great-grandkids, they're going to live in utopia. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I, that's, the, you know, like, 50 years from now. Yeah. Everybody, it's all going to get figured out. Mm-hmm. People are going to f- uh, find a new norm you know, based around the internet and mm-hmm. technology and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to live much happier lives because we're going to be able to find out more about other human beings mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? You, and that's you, you powerful. You need to excel. You need to, you need to evolve, right? You need to adapt, right? Yeah. And, and evolving through technology. Um, and just like you were saying with um, oh, our, our time period, our age, you know, I feel like we were in this trans. We are in this, or at least when we were born, in this transition period. You know, technology, right? So you have the technological age into the conceptual age, kind of thing. You know, putting this stuff into play, putting all this this information into play, and so now we're, you know, you know, either not set because we didn't grow up in the factory, right? You know, or we also didn't grow up in a lab, you know, in 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 a, in a tech lab, you know, building building, you know, programs. Yeah, <laughs> but. We're 35 and 37 years old. We have have great killer social skills. And we also have life experience. You know what I mean? And that that means a ton. Um, You grew up in Chicago. I've never been. I've heard it's an amazing city. Um, I assume uh, any borough of Chicago is still, you're, you're kind of growing up in a big city, you know, like a bigger city. I grew up outside of Seattle. Okay. Um, in like a more like, basically like closed off type town you know what I mean? so like not only no internet but like also in rural not super rural like i mean we have a there's there's a navy base mm-hmm. you know there now and and you know it's about 80 to 100,000 population or whatever kind of grew to that but my point is is that just the mentality the mindset like uh, the people i grew up with and like nobody leaves Everett. You know what I mean? Like, you grow up there, like, yeah, every, all of my friends, like, parents were, like, mm-hmm. my teachers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of very, like, small-minded. Yeah. I hate, I'm not, sorry, Everett, I'm, you know, I love you, but, um, but there is something about, like, that just being in that bubble, in yeah. that hub. 
was did you have a coming from like growing up in a bigger city did you have that same sort of bubble based on like your borough or did you know like i live in fucking chicago a city of like three million people you know everybody's different and how did that affect you right uh today yeah well getting up and leaving chicago coming to la you know going you know it, it that says enough right there but at the same time um, yes, you have that in Chicago. Um, not necessarily the boroughs. Um, it's their neighborhoods in Chicago. Um, actually, I don't even know if anybody's ever used borough of Chicago, so that might be the first, which is cool. You well, know? yeah. Um, and and different neighborhoods all you know have different demographics. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but that's Chicago as a city. But you extend out of Chicago, and there's just a lot of different counties surrounding Cook County, which is Chicago. Um, that have different cities and municipalities in them. Um, and, you know, there's just so many people concentrated within that area. Um, but that's the suburban life, lifestyle. You kind of transition from the city to the suburbs. And either people did that when they went to school, and they went to school in Chicago or another state, and they moved back to the suburbs. Or it was a slower transition, you know, and it took people, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was every age group, every, every, every era, I should say. You know, I've just been moving out of Chicago into the suburbs, and it seems like starting a family, that's the right, thing to yeah, do. Yeah. People do it in Chicago, and yeah. it's a little bit more difficult. Um, but, uh, you know, um, but like you were saying, it is it is kind of like that bubble of, okay, these are the suburbs. Um, we get into the city once in a while, uh -huh. um, but primarily we raise our family, we stay in the suburbs, and we live that suburban lifestyle. So where I was going with that, I remember... Um, is like is like I, I I think back to like high school age you know era and like my perception of like like I thought I knew how the world worked and how it, you know what I mean yeah. and I was so fucking wrong mm -hmm. and to going back to um, you know bridging technology you know and being and human beings mm -hmm. being able to reach and see mm -hmm. more people from other parts of the country mm -hmm. you know um like really really expand my mind so like that's why i'm saying like our kids kids you know what i mean right. like aren't going to know anything else right except for the entire world right not right. just Everett, washington you know what the I mean? world is at their fingertips yeah really so really i think it's great you know? i think it's fantastic yeah no technology is great as long as it doesn't kill us you know? it will eventually <laughs> but that's all right um <laughs> Um, okay, let's move into, let's talk, uh, I'm curious, I've actually never met somebody that's worked in the location business, except for like being a PA on a set and there was a location scout, you know, or, or sure. location manager. So uh, I would like to know, um, like, do you like it? How'd you get into it? What's sure. the, what are the cool parts? What are the shit parts? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, locations is something that I've always wanted to do, even in college. You know, you ha when when you're growing up in Chicago, a city, and you're going to school in the city. You know, it's it's there's just so much to see, and everything is is a great shot. You mm -hmm. know, there's just so many great shots. You think to yourself, "Wow, I'm riding my bike through the city. I'm walking through the city, and it's, and it's it's like an open field. It's a playground. You can there's just so many possibilities." And as a kid in college, living in the city, you just you're wide-eyed. You're just very receptive all the, to all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was what originally drew me in, and, and, and knowing that, oh man, this would make a great scene take place right in this alley yeah. here, or something like that. And it's funny because I've had experiences where I've 
thought of different places being locations for movies, and then within that year or the next year, I see them on film, which is which is a whole other oh, story altogether. Whole other story altogether. Right. So I, it's like I, I I have this thing. It's like a running joke. Like it, my wife will tell you, like. Uh, like, I would have some, you know, oh, you know what would be cool? A movie about this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, like, I'll read in, you know, the trades yeah. a year and a half later, like, movie about this yeah. coming out. Yeah. And I'm like, right. told right. you. Well, at least I know my ideas are good. You, 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 you can see the trends. You can see the trends before they happen, you know. That's, yeah. that's what it is, you know. But So it was the visual aspect of me. For me, I'm a very yeah. visual person. I love Same photography. Love, love, Super the, love visual. the frame. And really just understanding that, you know, um, there's just so much out there. So to be a scout is just one one way to kind of, you know, give options to a producer, to a director, mm-hmm. um, but, but still be able to put your personal touch on them, right? Yeah. What you, what you think might work. Um, from there, um, you know, there's bad things about it, too. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so what are the, I mean, I... I actually, I bet, you, I bet you I could answer the question is I'm assuming all the bad shit is uh, all the fucking politics and bullshit that you have to deal with just like everybody else in a fucking product, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, so, that's the politics and that's everything. That's the shit I hate. Yeah, but, politics uh, and everything, especially uh, Chicago film. But no, yeah. it's, uh, um, no, uh, mostly... I mean, you're talking about you're talking about going back over places, and and and, and it's more of a, a back and forth thing. Um, so it's not getting what you what the director or producer might want. So you're gotcha. consistently going out, you're giving more options, more options, more options. This might be for a TV show, it might be for a feature film, it might be for a commercial photo shoot, whatever. Um, and it's more about you know getting getting that perfect you know, and you'll have people that are difficult to work with, absolutely, um, that drive you crazy. You know, that yeah. like oh man, we we we. What am I doing wrong? You know, um, but at the same time, you know, it always comes out on top. You always come out on top. So, um. what was the thought process, and uh, what led you up to, and the, and the why of moving out here to LA? I mean, I know why, right? We all know, we all know why LA is LA, mm-hmm. and why there's at the, you know, when you're sitting somebody at a bar party or club like hey what do you do you know mm-hmm. it's like a joke but yeah. it's like real because we yeah. all know that people come to LA, like right. there's nobody there's like four people that are from LA that right. live in LA right. you know everybody else is a transplant Excellent. Um, exactly so like what what decided to bring you out especially no offense um, at, a, at a, a you know a, uh, not 25 sure. 35 as an old no. man, <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I'm two years older than you. And, but yeah, well, it was my and mid- I feel was, like I'm ten. So it was my midlife crisis, really. <laughs> um, no, uh, you know what? Opportunity. I mean, the grass is always greener on the other side, right? You know, living in Chicago. You know, it's literally um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, living in Chicago. Um, you know, you, you feel like I felt like I was, was everything was saturated. My my business in general there. Um, you, you know, you see like. You know the same routines and same trends, whether it's in whether it's in film and television and scouting, whether it's through uh, video production and, and creative creative marketing. Because Chicago's had quite, I mean, Chicago's been uh, big in that area for quite some time. Right. TV production, yes. like Oprah's it days. There. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it ebbs and flows. It ebbs and flows. Um, and 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 there's it's seasonal, you know, and it, it really is. And it's just you know, it's the fact that you know it could be dry for a few months and then 10 things come in, you know? Um, So coming out here where there's more consistency um, was one of my my goals. 
Uh, but at the same time, just the opportunity. You know, like there's so many there's so many businesses, and you read articles and, and, and tech startups and and the startup industry in general, and and what headquarters are out here? <clears throat> Who's hiring? You know, so there's potential to make connections through other companies, whether it's um, through my video work. Um, but at the same time, it's Hollywood. You yeah. know, and there's an opportunity through locations. You do know that I'm going to destroy it. I do. I'm going to burn do. it all for I the do. Ground. But you're going to need a location scout no matter what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I brought you in here. <laughs> Sounds okay. Um, I'm dead serious, yeah, by the way, people. Yeah. <laughs> now, hey. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the opportunity, same thing. Um, and uh, I could see how Chicago, because it is based a lot around TV and it is so seasonal, I see how that could become very, like, Vanilla, you know, or mm -hmm. like a, you know, the you get caught up in the same routine, um, yeah. and there's there's a lot of people fighting for that same position, you yeah. know. So um, it's it, the Chicago scene has been booming for the past, you know, five years or six years. Um, Chicago Fire kind of started it out back in this resurgence of what was going. Shout on. out to Michael Bay and Transformers. There you go, Transformers. Um, you know, a lot of different movies, Batman, like all that, yeah. all that kind of brought the features in the TV shows yeah. for for the Dick Wolf series. You know, so that kind of resurgence within the community for the filmmaking um, over at Cinespace, new film studios that are being created, um, new backlots that are being created, a lot of different com production companies coming to shoot there. So great stuff uh, going on in Chicago, um, but you know. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the winters the winters suck. Literally, that's like, yeah. It's like when you yeah. walk outside, it's like, oh, it's sunny again. Today. It's probably awesome. about 95 right now in Chicago. Yeah. Very humid. So it's 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 a lot different. It's two yeah. extremes. You get the extreme cold, extreme heat. So, um, and, you know, why not? You know? So how, uh, how have the first six months in Los Angeles been for you? Uh, they've been great. Yeah. I mean, to soak it all in... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like... What are you doing uh, right now, like, in terms of, like, work stuff? Oh, you mentioned voiceover work. I want to talk about that, too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you sound amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, 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 how did you get into that? Sure, How sure. long have you been doing it? Sure, actually, and so I got into it in Chicago. Are you, like, actively pursuing it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got into it in Chicago, um, and went through, went through training, um, you know, something that I've always wanted to do. What's the training for that? Um, more about script reading and character development. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because you have to portray a person through your voice, uh -huh. not just your, obviously, there's no... Can you give us some, some <laughs> examples? Oh, who do you want? I don't. I don't know. No, just any like any voice that you've done, or has it just been like? It's really depending. Um, you know, like da, 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 like regular, like let's hear something. I I, I really. It's going to sound really good. It's going to sound really good because when you move forward here at Rhino Riders, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's beautiful. That sounded so crispy. I wish you could. I wish you were listening. Um, but um, to start in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, so went through you know a course out there, Big Shoulders, uh, Big Big Shoulders video, uh, Court Larson and uh, Angelo Bosco out there. Um, shout out to those guys for doing some really good stuff in uh, the audio and video space in Chicago. Um, they're doing corporate stuff, they're doing feature stuff, um, and and Court and his team that that develop voiceover uh, artists are, are really good. So. Um, and it's something like you enjoy, right? I love it. Like, I love um, it. Like, I love it. I love it. You know, and and you do auditions and you do auditions, but they never get they never get tiring. You know. How and do you audition for voiceover? I'm curious because I, you know I have a, a 
I know. I, like, I already have I something saw. brewing with that. <laughs> Did they tell you about the, I, the um, ADR? Like the, yes. Yes. That's fucking yes. cool. Yes. That's really yes. cool. It did look cool. I saw a little demo there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm curious. What, how is? How do you audition for? I mean, I assume you just you audition with a hundred other you know people. You know, like literally, like it comes down to. I mean, there's different ways of doing it. Um, right now, I am actively pursuing representation in LA. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't get any. If you are a agent, a manager, anybody, please the contact voice. Uh, Pavoiceover.com. Info will be linked up below. Yes. Um, um, so you can, yeah. um, so kind of going from there. Uh, Are there like websites you can go on and see? Yeah, there's like uh, voice banks, you know, so you'll have voices.com, you have voices312 or, you know, whatever. You know, you'll have so many of these different agencies that are digital agencies. Uh -huh. So you'll go on and you'll see a bunch of scripts and you'll pick one that you want to audition for. You read it and, and I have a you know home studio where I would just record a, a demo or record the, the audition and edit it up and then you know deliver it to their specs um you know and then hope to get a call you know right. hope to yeah. see that they yeah, like or whatever yeah. the case is so um doing that without representation that's all non-union um gotcha. and then um you know other that's because that's that's tough because so is that like a day are you like daily grind on that like go to the site every daily day and grind, see what's kind of to a certain extent no not necessarily um i kind of slowed that down just getting out here and making connections mm -hmm. so in chicago it was like that um, but coming into LA, um, really trying to push um, more of the the representation approach, getting an agent, doing more custom custom work as opposed to the you know um, you know one off you know here's an audition. Have you done anything with hundred people like uh, like super cool? Like you're like oh this is the best, or has it been a lot of like just like kind of commercials or things? Uh, like more that? mostly commercials, mostly web content, mm -hmm. um, but um, you know some stuff that's aired on TV, uh, some stuff that's aired. Um, on the radio, so um, it really just depends, but mostly web content, yeah. So. Nice, yeah. Um, do you uh, are you on YouTube? Like, do you I, manage? I, a, a I don't, I you know what, I, I don't have a site that's actively managed. What's no. your like, uh, like. Like what? What spaces are you playing in? I um, guess. I'm curious. If we're you know, cause yeah. we, we already we established like right. you know we're in a trend well, of shit, it's, you it's, know technology and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm curious, where are you playing, or are you playing in any space? You know, um, not necessarily. Um, I you know I actively manage my Facebook page. You know, um, social media wise, I you know I, I don't do a whole lot of social media stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the work that I create, that we create, I'll post, you know, and I will, um, I will put on my website, and that's the hub of everything. Is is kind of the website. Gotcha. Um, which is I don't have a website yet. <laughs> good news, Lori. Shout out to you, Lori. I think she's gonna build me one. There you go. Um, uh, Rocketprojects.com. R O C K I T Projects.com. That's where I, um, I've created a, a portfolio of. Do you still client, use client work. that for like? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just kind of, you know, I use it for you know previewing, um, you know, material for clients. Um, but most but of my stuff, like, do you, I give. Do you pursue clients still? Yes, under yes, absolutely. So um, I, I, you know, out being out here, it's building the network. Gotcha. You know, so it's building that. Client so they're ba based. It's based in Chicago. Still? It's based in Chicago. Yes. So I do have. Well, I do have clients out there giving me work that bring in work. You know, on you know on on a basis. 
but um, how but looking to build this LA network as well. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so do you have like a team back home, or is it um, just kind of you? It, you know what? It depends on the project. So, um, I a lot of the stuff I will rock solo, um, but I do have a creative team that I do work with mm -hmm. um, more for creative development. Uh, script writing um, and kind of going from there. Uh, if I need a crew, I bring in a bring in a local crew. Um, I have you know you know connections out here, obviously in the rental industry as well right. for production and and and, and um, items like that. So that's you know let's let's go way back, okay, and. Um, I'll give it. I'll give you some context of where, where I, what I'm. I'm curious. I want to know. Uh, 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 I'm curious what your response is because I, I have this thing where like, if I spend ten minutes with somebody, uh -huh. and then they tell me what their favorite movie of all time is, yeah, I can like reverse engineer and like yeah. and it helps me understand yeah. the person. M movies are so strange to me how yeah. I look at them. You know, so like I want to know like if, um, if how or when or why if uh, movies had an impact or just storytelling in general like as a kid did you like you know mess around with the camera with your friends was it that kind of mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. da, 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 you know mm -hmm. so, like like me I would take my friends in a camcorder and we'd go in the woods and I'd pretend I was Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh -huh. yeah. go and yeah. you know totally blow shit up love that shit yeah yeah so like, was was that was like kind of storytelling in there? Yes. Like growing yes. up, yeah. So you know, as a kid, you know, you love movies as a kid, and sure. for some reason, some some of them just stuck with me. Um, not necessarily some, of them, but just the, the movie making in general. And it might have been like, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, there was a series on Discovery Channel called um, Movie Magic. Loved had, that show. That was like when Discovery I was good, it, dude. Oh, <laughs> you know? and, and yeah, I remember. Yeah, you know, and it would, like I remember so like the the helicopter Special crashing in, and, and in cliffhanger. Oh, cliffhanger! Yeah, yes, yes. And it's like, explain, yeah. and I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. that's yeah. how they do and it. And that's how they do it, right? They they the model making and the prosthetics. A, I'm gonna write that down because I'm gonna um, read. I'm gonna bring and, you know all the all the special effects in general. Special effects is kind of what drove me to um, the movie industry. You know, the film uh -huh. industry as a kid. Are you familiar you're about di you talk about dinosaurs? You talk well, about you're familiar with Die Hard. Obviously, yeah. you referenced it. You're probably familiar of a certain uh, trilogy of films called Star Wars: wow. Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi. Uh -huh. My wife's like stepdad's cousin or something like that. I got to meet him once. I think I'm gonna meet him again soon in a month. Uh, is Richard Edlund, visual okay. effects. Okay. Uh, so he did all the effects for Star Wars. All the you know he did Die Hard like pull. So yeah. I met with I yeah. met with him once for an hour, and it took me six years to finally get. I mean he's like yeah. George Lucas, but yeah. you know Spielberg, like he's old school Hollywood. Yeah. And so I spent we met talked for an hour in the first uh, half of it. I, I, dude, I wrote notes of like what I wanted to bring up. I was like, okay, I gotta ask him about Poltergeist and if Spielberg really directed it. Um, <laughs> I gotta talk to him about Alien 3 uh, uh, and how the producers fucked that up because uh, it was David Fincher's uh, first movie, you uh, know, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. And then the second half, I, you know, here's what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, so, effect, special effects. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so that show and a few others kind of really like as a kid, oh my God, so you go out back, I would build models, uh, mountains. 
you know, uh, paper mache. You know, in my garage, I had like chicken wire with 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 flour and water, making a paper mache. You no know, way. Put, putting literally newspaper on the mountain, painting it, making it look really cool. Put some trees on there. Put some, uh, you know. You get uh, little matchbox cars. You throw them on there. Dude. You get the old six, you know, the old eight millimeter. You throw that on. Maybe you had the high eight if you're lucky. You know. I did. I did. Uh, I made this like hour and six minute epic movie like in high school, right? And the big final scene is, you know, there's this, this uh, underground lab inside this house. You uh -huh. know what I mean? And so the ending scene, they hit the self destruct and it blows up. And so I built this like, you know, about this big of a house and like hand drew each shingle and then mm -hmm. yeah, little oh, fake yeah. trees and oh, put them yeah. on and I had a and I stuffed it full of uh, like pe packing packaging peanuts okay for all you youngsters out there by the way this is a really great piece of advice to make a really badass cool looking explosion it's super dangerous though um, but that's okay because I got the shot um, <laughs> I had one buddy on I did it out front of my house at okay. night I had one, two guys, two cameras up on the roof of my house, okay. like it's rainy, you know, like, and I took a uh, bottle of, uh, like an empty bottle of, you know, water, whatever, uh -huh. filled it with gasoline. Okay. This is going good. <laughs> duct taped an M80 to it. Okay. Put it inside the house. Don't try this. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't condone this. <laughs> Let's... And it produced the greatest fireball I had oh ever God. seen in my life. And then all the packing peanuts caught on fire, but they were light, so they'd all just like fluttered nice. down. It was so beautiful. Nice. And then the police, and then we wrapped, we put it out, and I shit you not, the cops showed up at oh my house. My and we were like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Burning the front lawn doesn't, uh, doesn't match. <laughs> that, was a that was actually a different story. <laughs> That's but uh, so like paper mache. Like, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. kind of getting into that, you know, it was shit. a film, and I would do the same thing with the, you know, not with M80s, but like with you know black hats or <laughs> right. you know just regular firecrackers. Throw them underneath yeah. the light, them, film them explode. You know, yeah. see a little little matchbox cars is a little you know chase scene because I would do some stop motion too. That's you know? cool. Um, I and, did that as well. Yeah, and just kind of kind of going from there. Um, and so that was a really that was 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 really cool. Then getting into high school. Um, I really had a chance to kind of, you know, experiment with different mediums and to, you know, animation was, was a big thing of mine. I used to draw a lot and I loved animation, speaking of voiceover. You know, Mel Blanc was like my, my idol growing up, you know, and he does all the voices. Well, most of the voices for yeah. Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, just, just a huge impact on my life. And, and so... Is he still alive? No. no okay. No, this they, is where I need a fact That's okay. <laughs> but I was like... Uh, they have a, yeah. Recently or no? No, it's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then kind of um, going, what was I? okay, so in, in, in high school, you know, we had animation class. I went to a school in my town that actually was really good, uh, in really good arts program. Um, and my teacher, Mr. Fritz, was, was phenomenal in, in, in bringing out the creativity. Uh, and so I did, uh, did much work. Um, you still talk to him? Yeah, actually, I, I do. I still talk to my high school yeah. video production teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Cor it, it, shout out Kevin Corbs. There you go. Um, so yeah, yeah, and um, and there was some opportunity. So I created some. One of the projects was um, utilizing found footage, old sixteen millimeter film from the basement of the school. You know, this was a project we kind of worked on. We had different projects similar similar to this. 
Um, so I created one of my one of my final products for projects for class. Created a 16 millimeter film, it's probably like five minutes long. You know, splicing together, bleaching, doing different techniques to kind of scratch into the film. Cool. Um, so you're going cell by you know frame by frame. I've never shot on film. I want to. And this particular, I wasn't actually, I was just usually utilizing all this old footage, so all this like old 1950s, oh, like, like all school like, demo yeah, stuff, like, gotcha. you know, Jimmy wants to drive the car, <laughs> yeah. you know, like all that fun stuff. So like all these crazy stuff, all these crazy uh, old reels. So you're literally, you know, scratching into these old reels and this old footage. So I, I actually created a piece that one... Destroying new, somebody else's dreams. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, they had multiple copies. It was okay. <laughs> Um, I won. Um, I won an award for that one, which kind of launched my my career, I guess you'd say. Um, yeah, it was this, it was a Pinnacle Award, Scholastic Art and Design, Scholastic Art and Writing. Um, they uh, they produce a, 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 an award every year, a series of awards, and this one I happened to be like the Pinnacle Award, and went to DC and the. Uh, uh, Kennedy, like a legit, Kennedy Center, legit yeah. award, like a yeah. legit award, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, this is great. I get to go to DC. I get get to represent my school and be part of this and just win this award. Um, and then I got scholarship to Columbia and oh, like wow. just kind of built on built on the whole thing there. That's cool. Wow. So you've been. I mean, you kind of came out the gate. Came out the gate, yeah. Came out the gate, um, and it was great. Columbia was great. Um, you know, yep. taught you the siblings, uh, three younger brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, how much younger? Um, three, six, three, five, and eight, maybe eight years younger. Huh. Yeah, my uh, my youngest brother's probably what is he twenty seven now? I think I'm the youngest. Okay, I have an older brother five years and an older sister ten years. Oh wow! And so I kind of, I like, kind of like only child mentality almost. Mm -hmm. It's actually interesting because we thought my wife and I thought let's bang. We want you know two kids, a boy and a girl. You know, hopefully. We got our boy, and we we're like, oh, let's you know bang out the next one, and then just kind of like we started getting busy, you know, shit. And so now we're like, kind of like, put it, you know, taking our time. And so now it's like we're in the mentality of like, shit, Cannon could be ten, yeah, you know, yeah. And that we could have, uh, you know, the next one doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But like, I think that focus, being able to like focus, you know, hard on on those first five years of just one. You know, uh, it's individual, a different, 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 yeah, different situation. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, you know, um, it's interesting, be, like seeing the dynamics of like what an older brother, you know, compared to my older brother, uh, okay, compared to okay. I'm the youngest compared to sure. another youngest who's like an idiot. It, right, you know, like right. seeing those like kind of dynamics. Yeah, I mean, you'd always, you know, kind of set an example. You know, that was kind of my thing, you know, as an older brother. Mm -hmm. uh, Where are they still in Chicago? They're, well, actually, two of them are in Denver, and then the youngest is back in Chicago doing real estate. Nice. Um, so, um, yeah. What's the, like, oh, Denver, Denver. My wife's from Denver. Okay. Denver. So they, they're living in Denver, um, and then they, actually, my brother just bought a house, so that's cool. Um, just like, you know, um, half an hour away. Yeah. Something like that, so. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, set an example. It was an older brother trying to, you know, Get did they uh, get in uh, like when you were like messing around with stuff? Did they like? Did they see like oh you know Pascal's you know killing like I want to try to do that stuff too? Like did they ever show any interest in like the you arts? Know, you know? Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny. Um, not my direct younger brother, but my middle or yeah the know, next one the now. next one Julian. Uh, yeah, we get, we uh, we actually he went into that route, you know, oh, really? um, and has had a lot of graphic talents, you know, uh, so kind of doing more illustration and uh, used to do a lot of video and used to do a lot of film. Um, 
and in, in, in high school and, and went to college, went to Columbia College as well. Oh. Um, so Were you guys there at the same time? No. 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 Yeah, he was there a, a few years younger than me. Uh, six years or something like that. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah, so he got into it. He's still doing it. He's uh, actually doing a lot of illustrations out there in Denver. He makes pins. Completely bonkers. Completelybonkers.com if we get any... You know, completelybonkers.com. We'll yeah. link it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it makes pins like button pins. Yeah, like pins. Like kids go to concerts, they go to festivals. There's all this pin craziness. I'm not into the pin thing. I don't I, do the pin thing. I mean, I had pins pin like growing up. I didn't realize there's they were still yeah, a thing. Pins a thing. All right. Pins are you know, they're, but they're very cool. He designs them. He creates them. He he, he makes them all himself. Uh, he's got a big following. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a whole other industry. It's That's all other industry. Crazy. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Go to your go, go, go to festivals selling yeah. pins. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> That's super funny. Um, so uh, um, where like okay, so let's jump. Talks about the past. Let's talk about the future. Um, been in LA six months. Do voiceover? Do you have any interest in um, doing scouting here? Absolutely, and actually, I've hooked up with a good team out here. Okay, um, cool. so it's a really reputable team uh, in LA. Um, high, you know, everything from features, blockbuster features to commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been, uh, I've been lucky to be a part of them and doing this. Um, in tandem with them at the same time doing some solo projects um, the website I have for my locations is hotsetlocations.com you can see my my previous experience on there you can see the companies I've worked with uh, different agencies and stuff like that so anybody in the film industry I know they're, I know they're listening I know they're listening all <laughs> we're talking we're talk scouting we're talking management we, we'll talk we have everything. six people listening right now <laughs> one of them is my mother <laughs> Hi, Come mama. On, Shout out. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's cool. So, uh, um, so like overall, go, do you have like a macro plan? You know what I mean? You know or what? You just um, kind of right now, just like just yeah, working and just yeah. doing your thing. You or know, like like what? What'd you come out here for? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, um, so there is no macro plan. There is no. There's no. I, I kind of take things step by step as mm-hmm. they come. Um, but it's it's opportunities like this talking to you here. It's, yeah. it's talking to your team. It's it's different. It's, it's working with you know the tech space out here is just very uh, very dynamic. Right. You know um, it can be very fruitful. And it's very fun and exciting exciting time to be out here in the west in the west side. Um, and you know to be a part of that. You know to be hooked up in that in that space. But at the same time. Um, Working in television, working for film, doing locations, doing voiceover. Do you have an area um, that you are? I'm an entrepreneur in general. I'm an entrepreneur in general, so you know, like you know how that is. It's just like gotcha. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, kind of so okay. So I think things. that answers the question. So because I was going to ask, like, do you have like a single like the like a number one like passion? Like for example, me, I always say I'm a writer first. Very close second is a filmmaker, you know, producer, director, and now entrepreneur third, just because it's you know I'm I'm newest you know in that space. Sure. sure. Um, so do you have like a, a, a order of like you know is it location scouting, voiceover, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, voiceover? You know, um, you know? they they kind of shuffle, yeah. right? Um, they kind of shuffle just because you know these are things that I excel at and I like doing, um, so I want to keep them keep them up top. Um, but at the same time, uh, I'm a content creator. Um, you know, I develop I develop creative content for businesses, um, 
you know, that want to, you know, that want to shine light on different aspects of their company, that want to develop, uh, you know, a, a following online or a, uh, you know, in, enhance their online image, um, whatever it might be, you know, utilizing video, utilizing technology. Structure around, of, yeah. Right, right, com campaigns yeah. that are that are revolved around particular, you know, particular things. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, it's, um, you know, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> exactly, right. Uh, I don't, yeah, my wife pays the bills, so I don't have to worry about there it. There you go, there you go. Love you, honey. Um, um, well, we're getting close. I want to, I do end, um, I think when we talked on the phone this morning and I told you, you know, I do a movie recommendation or what's your favorite movie, which uh -huh. we still haven't gotten to. Uh -huh. um, maybe that'll be it. But start thinking about that um, and I'll start, uh, I'll think of which, I try to tie it to what we've been talking about, but we haven't really been talking about anything. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe let's pick a Chicago movie. All right. Oh. Let's think of a, a think of one uh, based around Chicago. But um, uh, in the meantime, uh, where was I gonna go? What's been um, what has been? I guess let's go there. What's been your biggest hurdle and um, uh, since moving to LA? Or, or like uh, kind of where I want to go is like something that you thought like oh that might be kind of easy but turns out it was really hard or I thought this was going to be really hard turned out it was actually pretty easy you know because eventually if somebody ever you know I'm trying to give knowledge mm -hmm. to people and stuff mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. so as a newcomer into the city mm -hmm. six months in you know what do you, do you have anything that you thought was going to be really easy that was ended up being more difficult than you expected or vice versa or kind of in that space um, let's see, um, I guess it could go two different ways, be harder, um, I think maybe it's harder. Uh, 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 how about, how about getting around? <laughs> well, between, yeah, besides that, besides, besides the LA drivers, you know, which yeah. I don't think I'll ever get used to, <laughs> um, use a turn signal. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, now you got the fucking bird scooters yeah, all around Santa Monica, oh God, dude. Birds, birds, don't get me started on those things, you know. Um, but they're great. Yeah. The man lime, great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'd say the the connections, making the connections in general. I think in Chicago, it's just a different mentality. It's it's a more of an open mentality. You know, you're mm -hmm. you're really you know building connections. In, in, in more of a, a personal way. I feel out here, um, things, you know, they, you know, you hear stories about LA, this and that, you know, it, it, it's coming from the Midwest. It's like, oh, you know, you know, um, everybody's all talk, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know they are. Everybody's <laughs> so full of fucking shit here. So, but they don't say it to your face. Yeah. Which is, I've had a lot, of, and I know Chicago's Midwest, technically, but, um, but uh, I've known a few people from Chicago, and it's sim similar like mindset mentality of like just fucking don't bullshit me, like you know right. what I mean, like straight up. Yeah. And um, yeah. And it's so different. That like honestly, that's my that's one of my biggest like frustrations. Yeah. And I've I've hit it head on. You know what I mean? I've seen I've seen the 
the best of it and the worst of it, yeah. you know, and it just pissed, like, I can't send a fucking email until 10 in the morning. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I just, yeah, I too hate many, that shit. Too many uh, parameters, too many, I don't know, I think it all, all stems down to the, the crosswalks out here. <laughs> if there's no cars, just walk, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> just but go. I, but, like, I'm petrified to I do know, it. I know, like, what, what's going on? It just says don't walk. There's no cars, the, just go. The first <laughs> time I went to New York, uh, it was like, I literally it was like, out of street corner and there's a police officer standing right there and we're all just jaywalking I'm like uh, why isn't this like everywhere yeah. you know, uh, yeah. know yeah. well sense. maybe that maybe that maybe that is a sub subliminal there's there's something behind that as opposed to what's going on here in LA but in general um, everything's been amazing but I do you know I find there's maybe a disconnect between uh, you know you you know the connection between you and a group or you and another person out here um and it may, may be all fluff and maybe i'll just you know um me trying me or this other person trying to leverage something there's always an agenda but you know you get that everywhere you get that in chicago yeah. um but i feel like you know in chicago it's just a little bit more um you know straightforward you know yeah. you get you, you get what you see and uh, either we can do it or we can't um and did you put like a time limit on your stay out here or did you like I'm just gonna move no no yeah. I, uh, I I you know I have and, and, and I think I think that comes that's I, I, I'm I think that's a reflection of our age right and like right. life experience and stuff like that uh, but like I've been here about you know almost 10 years my wife 14 um, and like you know there's there's so many people came out like 2021 20, 20, oh i'm by 25 i'm gonna be famous right. oh now and then 25 right. hits. oh by 30 i'm gonna be famous right and then 30 hits right and then all of a sudden they're you know yeah yeah no i did not put a time limit on it and obviously not a lot of people do um but at the same time why would you leave <laughs> you know i love it here i really do coming from it Chicago, is my favorite city i love I mean, this we're on the west i hate side. it i hate it more than anything I hate the fucking Just, industry. I hate Hollywood. I'm going to burn it down to the ground. Go. But it's also the greatest place on earth. And, you know, I could see myself doing absolutely nothing but for the rest of my life. I mean, the, the thing is, like, it's you're out here and you're enjoying it, whether it's the weather, whether it's the atmosphere, whether it's the vibe on beach or in the mountains or, you know, the desert. There's just so much to do, so much. It's alluring, though. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, even as you're, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, yeah. I was literally, like, as you're seeing, and I was, like, kind of seeing in your eyes, yeah. like, that, that yeah, glimmer, right. uh -huh. you know? And, uh, and well, I'm that's like, that's, that's, out the, here, right? that's the fucking drug. Yeah. That's the drug of this city. Really you know, is. it's so fucking alluring, yeah. so full of promises. So, yeah. but it's like, it is, it's it is, tough. it is, it is, it is full of promises, right? <laughs> I moved to LA, uh, yeah. the greatest city on earth. <laughs> but Chicago's my favorite city in the world, and it will always be, and it'll always be home. It's just, it's the Cubs really, or White Sox? I'm Sox. Bears or. That's bears. Right? That's <laughs> bears or bears? Bears. Uh, and then just Bulls, right? Bulls, Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. Big sports guy or? Yeah, to a certain extent. I'm a Bulls fan. Yeah. I've always been since the 90s, you know, growing up in the show. Growing up in Chicago in the 90s. Yeah. So you got the Jordan, the Jordan painting out I don't there. know who put that out. I don't uh, even think that, that should kid, be more right here. I don't think he knows who Michael Jordan is. <laughs> I know, right? Can you believe it? Oh, my God. These kids are so young. Oh, God. I feel like an old man. But anyway. Um, so actually, um, not to put a time frame on things, but um, you know, having so many opportunities, one of those opportunities in the cannabis tech space is another thing I have my, my, my hand in. And um, there's a lot of opportunity out there, especially with the legalization on January 1st. A lot of compliance going on right now, um, a lot of changes, but it's a good industry. Um, and I want to support my guy, 
My guy, David, Big D, Big D. We got flowerhire.com. They do recruiting. If anybody's looking to get into the cannabis tech industry, cannabis in general, um, they're in Venice. I was joking. Flowerhire.com. Uh, the, the store I go to, like, I, you know, I still need the technical, the medical, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I was like, ever since the law chain, like, I used to go in there and they, they're packing, you know, medicine bottles. Yeah. You know, prescription yeah, bottles. Sure. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm used to my right. entire life. Right, you know? exactly. And then all of a sudden, and, and I laughed. I, I made a joke with the guy and I was like, Dude, like, look at like the packaging and like, you know what I mean. And I, and I see it. I'm like, I see opportunity. You know what I mean, big time. Yeah. So a lot of like, branding, a lot, a lot of lot of branding, tons, a, lot, a lot of yeah. work that goes along. And it's with all it, brand new. It's all brand new. It's all yeah. brand new. Different Which products, is exciting. Yeah. Different products. You're bringing in CBD. You're bringing in the different. You have to different deal components. with the public's mindset. Them accepting something that's not, you know, the norm. It's hey, guess what? Stigma. People were fucking changing. Yeah. We're human yeah. beings. Yeah. And we adapt, and yeah. we've been doing it for tens yeah. of thousands of years. Yeah. It's what we do, people. Yeah. It's 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 that reversing that stigma of cannabis and of weed and reefer and all that stuff, and educating the public is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the health benefits are are astronomical. And I got my mom stone. My mom's seventy four. I got her. Sorry, mom. Um, uh, Is that edible? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She never, you know, never spoke. But like, um, she and then I got her stoned, and then she was down here, and then she had never seen uh, Armageddon, and so I got her high, and she watched Armageddon. Wow. And I'm like, that's the. I was like, that's wow. probably the greatest experience of wow. watching Armageddon for the wow. first time I yeah. can possibly think of. Um, but like she might she, actually but, think there's an asteroid yeah, coming to yeah. Earth. <laughs> but like you know, I mean, she you know she her knee like yeah. she it's like yeah. constant pain yeah. and, and I was like I would check in on her you know because yeah. I was like working and I was like hey, yeah. what do you she's like I like don't have any pain right? yeah. and I was like yeah strange pain management okay I'm gonna go first movie recommendation time um, I'm gonna go first so give it'll give you some time to noodle. Um, Trying to think of Chicago movie. I'm going to do a pretty blatantly obvious Chicago movie, but it's also, um, um, I think, most, if not all, of uh, this director's films were set in Chicago. The movie is Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yep. directed, written and directed by John Hughes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like, okay. So if you're a kid out there and, you know, this is actually probably true. They've probably never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I'm like, well, it's on TBS like every month, you know, like all day marathons. Oh, they don't watch cable TV. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> They're getting around. Yeah, That's yeah. the problem. Exactly. So, but like, um, and all of John Hughes' movies, um, <clears throat> he, his, fuck, he was just super, he was so gifted, um, in how to just be able to structure a story, and Ferris Bueller's in particular, about nothing. Like, literally, you know what I mean? It's like, you break it down, like, what? It's a kid who goes out, it's one day, and he goes and does, fucks mm -hmm. off, you know? Mm -hmm. But there's, you know, the bad guy. There's this, there's B stories, there's C stories, there's, there's intimate moments, there's touching moments, like, there's heartfelt moments, there's hilarious moments, there's action-y moments, like, yeah. like, it, I mean, it, I, I don't know how, like, somebody can possibly craft something that, you know, that universally appealing. Mm -hmm. Like, Spielberg's my favorite director of all time. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he does it. Mm -hmm. I cry every single Spielberg movie. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's Saving Private Ryan, you should mm -hmm. cry, or it's fucking Bridge of Spies. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, I, I just always uh, gets me. So, um, if you haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 
please check it out. If you don't know who John Hughes is, look him up. If you haven't seen any John Hughes movies, watch all watch of them. Them all. Um, watch them all. Uh, he's phenomenal. And a little tidbit about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know he wrote it in like three days? Really? Yeah. He just, it just, boop, yeah. just literally came yeah. to him. You know, and like sure, you know, drafts after and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, it just like. He had the idea of just get it on paper. Yep. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. So that's my movie wreck of the show. Pasquale. Well, I mean, if we're going to go on the spot, yeah, back in the Chicago native. I mean, I mean, if you, there's really just a, there's that one, which could be number one, which I think is number one. I was trying to think of other Chicago films. Of Chicago films. Then you can break it down to the most iconic Chicago film would be Blues Brothers. Ooh, you know, yeah. So yeah. I mean, the 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 tandem. Oh, fuck, I love uh, that movie. You know, I mean, just just the amazing Belushi. And, and you know what's great about that is I think it shows like the soul of Chicago. Yeah. You know, like there's and, a and lot of Chicago's like, not like that anymore. And that's uh, that really? was a great way to capture Chicago in in, in a film. You know? Yeah. Put Chicago in the can at that time period. You yeah. Know? And it was it's it really does it. I mean, there's. Markets they go they go through the Maxwell Street Market that's not there anymore it's not the same it's not as dirty as it once was Chicago's actually a very clean city um, but there they make it they make it rough they make it dirty they make it rough you know yeah. that's how it was in the seventies yeah. you know and culture yeah. like you yeah. know what I mean deep yeah. culture late seventies yeah yeah deep culture yeah a lot of, a lot of different stuff there but um, but I would um, also recommend a different movie that I just watched two days ago uh, which was Three Billboards. Did you see oh, three phenomenal! Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Loved it. Loved oh, by it. the way, the only good movie that, that was in Best Picture race last year. Amazing. All the other ones suck. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, if I'm being blatantly honest, uh, but that movie was was great. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Amazing. Had had everything. It just it just like that's kept that, you. See what I'm talking about? Like the the, the story yeah. structure. Yeah. Like it's. It's DNA. You yeah. can break it down yeah. to ones and zeros. Yeah. I believe, yeah. you know, and yeah. Um, yeah. and structure it will draw you inside in. out. And then you, you throw know. character development. You throw the, the characters in general and how they play those scenes. Uh, you know, Sam Rockwell. I mean, of course. Yeah. What's her? Um, you know. Um, uh, what's her butt? Fact yeah. checker. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Francis Francis McDormand. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah phenomenal movie. Um, the best that came out last year during the. Oscar race, the best movie that came out of all last year was Logan. <laughs> On that note, that's good. That's um, well. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Pleasure, man. Appreciate this it. was fun. Um, that's it for this show, show number 14. Um, in the meantime, I want you to go out there and make your goddamn movie, video, whatever. Write it, shoot it, produce it, put it out there and do it with love and good behind it and you will win always. Rhino Rider, out. Second that. Bam.